That was a good word. Thank you. Thanks, you know, that was awesome. Um, I actually needed to hear that. That was really encouraging, so I appreciate that. Um, so, as you guys know, we're doing um, discipleship series, but before we actually go in, I just remembered, we got to pray for our pastors who are out sick uh, over the weekend, and so, Pastor Gabe, we've been praying for you guys, Pastor Mancha, um, and I, in fact, if you guys don't mind, let's, uh, let's take a minute just to pray for them today. Father God, we just ask uh, for healing in their homes. We, we ask, Lord, that you are, uh, comfort them. We ask that you help them start feeling better. Lord, it's been a, a rough week for a lot of people, and um, a lot of people are tired. Lord, Lord, I know for them they've been working hard, but uh, we look forward to the day, even next week, Lord willing, that we are all together uh, again. We ask that you um, be with them even tonight, and we ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So uh, tonight, I wanted to just kind of, just a little bit of a follow-up of what uh, the message of Pastor Gabe had, had started last week, which was he did the first part on discipleship, and then this past Friday, we were going to have some groups, but then of course, kind of trickled, kind of people got sick and then cancels and all that stuff, but I know there was still maybe a group or two with with Eddie had led, and so, um, but wanted to, to finish up maybe another part of this. I know Pastor Gabe's got maybe two or maybe three three more Sundays on the series, and so I don't want to take too much of that, but um, just to, to recap uh, from what he shared with us last Sunday, um, if you guys are taking notes, actually, if you guys even have the, um, uh, the Bible app, uh, Pastor Gabe has put his notes on there. I'm, I'm sure most of you guys know that. Use that to take notes. It's really good. You can uh, even refer to that back in your own personal time and your devotions during the week, and then you can... Um, uh, study on it, go back to it, reread it, review during the week. Um, so anyways, he had shared with us the first one was, you know, from what discipleship is. If you guys remember, he even talked about uh, even all the 12 disciples going in through uh, into the details of who they are, what they did, what their background was. And then um, he gave us what discipleship is, right? And the first one he gave was, it's a disciple abides in, in Jesus' words, right? Somebody that actually reads the word, takes the time to study, gets God's answers from his word, number one. And um, the other thing is that a disciple loves other believers, right? We see that in the book of Acts. You'll see the believers always helping each other, always loving on each other. And that was a great example to the non-believers when they see, wow, they take care of each other, right? I want to be part of that family, right? Um, and then disciples also, they aim to become a friend of Jesus. And I think that's, that's probably the best picture, right? With, as you grow closer to Christ, as you grow more in his word, then you become, you start to, to become closer and closer, just like a friend, a friend with Jesus. We, we went over scriptures of John chapter 8 and then John chapter 15. So um, I believe, I don't know if, if, Eddie, if you guys went through, through some of that too from Friday, you did. So, and I'm going to retouch on that today uh, for those who weren't able to go over it. Um, but it's, it's such a, uh, an awesome lesson that if you guys weren't able to go through that, it's, it's really good. 
So discipleship uh, for tonight I wanted to share is basically, I think probably a common uh, definition is maturing in Christ, right? When you're a disciple, you're growing in Christ. You're, you're growing closer. You're learning more about him. You're following his ways. You're imitating him, right? So we are to be imitators of Christ. So you're maturing. Uh, discipleship is also, another uh, definition is that you're helping others, not just you, but that you're helping others follow Christ, so as you see yourself following Christ and growing closer, that becomes your desire, becomes your heart, and your family member, your friend, who either, let's say it starts with they don't know who Christ is, that you share your faith, and they get to know who Christ is, and then you help them grow, right? Uh, grow in Christ. So I just wanted to share four things tonight, um, and... Uh, um, what discipleship is. And these are four, uh, just some easy words that we can remember. And if you are, you know, like I said, if you are taking notes, you can add this on the, on the Bible app, on the, the notes for today. Um, but, or for Friday, I think it should be. Uh, but discipleship is, number one, is conversations. Discipleship is conversations. And what, is, what does that mean? What is a conversation? Well, it's not just talking, but you're actually teaching God's word, right? So discipleship is you're teaching God's word to, it doesn't have to be like in this kind of setting, right? But it could be a one-on-one, -on -one, maybe you got a table in front of you and you're talking. Or it could be a table beside, I mean, a uh, chair beside each other. We're sharing and talking. And we're talking about God's word, right? We're teaching God's word. Um, that happens a lot when we have spiritual conversations um, it, with each other. That could be either weekly or it could be daily. My best friend and I, uh, he is, he's pastoring in Nigeria. And uh, the blessing was he, I got to see him for the first time in five years uh, just last week. And uh, it was just so awesome to rekindle our friendship and just get to talk, get to pray together. But even if we hadn't seen each other for five years, we've talked on the phone about twice a month. Every month we'll talk. And then we just pray, encourage each other, challenge each other. Um, but we have spiritual conversations with each other weekly, daily. All right. And then that could be, that could be your best friend. It could be your wife, your husband, right? It could be your boyfriend, girlfriend, but that you have those spiritual conversations, and that, that's what discipleship is. That's one way of discipleship. You, one thing you could talk about is um, uh, one question that uh, my best friend and I would always ask each other is, and it's, it's a simple question, but it actually can be a very... Um, it's also an accountability question. So we'll ask each other, what has God been teaching you lately? So if, if you're lying, <laughs> you would be like, you would think, uh, oh, oh, uh, you start stuttering and you'd like try to make up something, right? But if you're being truthful, let's say you didn't have devotions or you, you didn't get to listen to what God is teaching you, then you're saying, you know what? I dropped the ball. I haven't been do it, reading God's word this past week and you know, I don't. Right? Or you could be so eager that you have been learning from God and then you get to share and encourage your friend in that way. Right? But what has God been teaching you lately? You know, that's even you could ask that to yourself. What is God teaching me? What is He showing me? Right? Uh, we talk about, we could even talk about the past 
message. So for Fridays in your in your groups, and that's why I want to encourage you to join a life group because that's you get to to even talk about the past message and apply it into your life, right? And you guys get to grow together, encourage each other in the word. Um, it's life groups. It's it's important, you know, to to establish those types of conversations with each other. So number one is discipleship is conversations where we teach God's word, and then number two, discipleship is correction. So I'm gonna try to keep it all letter C, so it's easy for you guys to remember. But the first one is conversations. The next one, discipleship, is correction. You know, when I was a kid, I, I would think of the word correction, and I would get scared, right? Like um, my daughter, our daughter Taylor, um, I noticed that I would, I would tell her whenever I would bring the word, di- like discipline, comes from the word disciple, right? Oh, you, you got you to gotta discipline yourself. This is how you do this, do that. You know, you got to be disciplined in doing this or doing that. And she, she would go, discipline? Oh, no. But why do I need to get disciplined? Right? She, she's thinking like, like you're being scolded, right? And I'm like, no, no, that's not what I mean. You know? So you got to change your word, right, a little bit. But, you know, discipline, uh, discipleship is also basically correction. Discipleship is correction. It's helping others make the right choices. Helping others make the right choices. Not just me. Well, that's more important as we start with ourselves. But when you're discipling, you help others make the right choices, right? Um, We need to help others see what they don't see in themselves. And that could be positive, but it could also be, man, hey, but this also applies to somebody you're close to that you trust, that trusts you. Like if I were to go to, let's say, if I were to go to Nathan, we've only known each other, say what, maybe two months, three months, something like that. If I were to go to him and, and start pointing out, hey, 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 this, this, so you need to change this, he's probably could, he probably could look at me and say, but you don't even know me, <laughs> right? So you, I don't even trust you, right? And so it, this, there's also a context to that, right? We've got to have be in a relationship where we trust each other. And, and so discipleship is correction. So I go to my brother or my sister and I say, hey, I've noticed this is what are some things that you need to change. And that doesn't come from a place of judgment, right? But from a place of because you love them. And now the other side of that too is I got to be willing to accept correction and be humble enough to accept correction. I got to be humble enough to receive feedback or even ask for it, right? What are some things I need to change? What are some things that I need to grow in? and welcome that. Why? Because it's only going to make me closer to the Lord. It's only going to make me more disciplined in my walk with Christ, right? And so this discipleship is correction. Um, we got to be open to, to correction, and that's hard because we have to allow that. We have to invite that into our relationship. And it's easier said than done, right? It's easier said than done, but we have to, even that stage, we've got to work towards that to where we can be open to our brother or sister one-on-one telling us. In Matthew, and I I didn't put this up here, but uh, in Matthew, it'll say, basically, if you guys, some of you guys will know what I'm talking about, but I want to say it's, uh, gosh, I can't remember the, I was trying to give it to to Bianca, but um, it's basically, 
if somebody does something wrong, I go to them, right? This is biblical. I go to them privately. It starts off privately. So I go to, let's say I go to Vinay and I let him know, hey man, this is where I was offended by what happened. This is, or this is what you did and I think it's not a good testimony. Privately. If it doesn't work, he doesn't want to accept the correction. The Bible says, then you take one more person with you. And then you go two, and you come to that person, and you come together privately in three, and work it out together. If it still doesn't work, then it goes into the church, right? And the church comes to you. And as a brother or as a sister, they treat you and say, say hey, the, these, this is what needs to change. And the Bible says, if he doesn't want to listen and wants to get out, then you're treated like a pagan, right? And Sorry, right? It sounds kind of uh, harsh, but that's what the Bible says, right? But for us, but ultimately, it starts off what? One-on-one, privately. It doesn't mean, oh, yes, he said no. I get to bring somebody else with me now and then bring that second person. Ooh, we get to tell everybody else. That's not the heart in that, right? But we come together in love, in humility, and help each other grow. So discipleship is, is correction in that sense. Um, so the first one is discipleship is conversations. Then number two, discipleship is correction. And then number three, discipleship is coaching. And that's basically like encouraging. You're, you're in, encouraging others to live out their lives for Christ. You, you, you help them, encourage them, and push them to live out their lives for Christ. Now I should say, that person needs to be a follower of Christ, right? when you're encouraging them and pushing them to live out their lives for Christ because you can't expect a non-follower of Christ to behave like a follower of Christ. You get what I'm saying? So we can't force somebody to, hey, you better act like a Christian when they're not, right? They're going to look at you, I don't even believe that, right? So that's why it starts with evangelism. We start with, with loving them, sharing our faith with them, and then when we introduce them to Christ and the, let the Holy Spirit do his work to draw them to himself, and God saves them, and then we can help them in their, and discipling them and helping them grow. And once they've professed, once they said, yeah, I'm a follower of Christ, and then we, we start there, and we say discipleship is, is coaching, and we encourage them, we, we, we push them to live out their lives for Christ. We communicate with not just words. Obviously, it's, it's important to, to communicate with our words, because how will they know if we don't talk? But we also communicate with our example, with the way we live and the way we uh, show Christ. You know, with, we, we show it with our lives, not just a teaching, where we're teaching and encouraging in this kind of setting, but even in our lives. And, and they learn by, by watching us, they learn by, by listening to, to how we talk. And, and it starts in our own homes, right? It starts in our own homes, and so if I'm not, if I'm being not being a, a great example to to my wife, to my daughter, but then I go outside of that house and I'm I'm different from how I am in the home, 
then they, as family, they can easily see that. That's why there's a lot of accountability in your own home because you can easily be called out when you come home. Uh, that's not how you're acting, right? I know that's happened between Deb and I a bunch of times where I could be a certain way outside and then Deb will call me out like, you know, you were in a nicer way. She'll say it, basically. You're a hypocrite, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying, right? And that starts in our own homes. And that's why we've got, the, the way we are outside, we've got to make sure we're loving our family, showing it in our family inside first before we go outside. So discipleship is coaching. They, they, people learn by watching us, by listening to how we talk, um, you know, Kids will, especially kids, they'll pick up. They'll pick up things. You don't think they're listening, but you, but they'll come at you and say something, and you're like, whoa, how, how did you learn that? It's from you. I'm like, oh, oh oops, uh, don't say that. Daddy was wrong. I should not have, not have said that, right? So discipleship is, is coaching, where we encourage others to live for Christ. Number four, I'm almost done. Wow. Should I just like stall a little bit or work down? <laughs> like, I think I'm just hungry. What time is it? Oh, it's only 4.45 so, or 3.45. No, that's the wrong time. But um, 7.16, here we go, 7.16. All right, discipleship is, you know, let me say this one thing, actually. Um, I was taught, so I grew up Baptist, all right? So to those of you who don't know who, who we are, our backgrounds, we grew up Baptist. And uh, the joke, there's a joke that says that if you speak short, you get asked to preach again. So I'm trying to keep it short so maybe I, you guys can ask me again to, to speak, right? You give, give me another opportunity. But um, all right, number four, uh, discipleship is caring. Discipleship is caring. Um, Really, the word I wanted to, to put here was that discipleship is loving. But it wouldn't match with all the C's. So I was like trying to force it. I'm like, man, what is a C for love? And then I was thinking, cherish, cherish. But then that kind of sounded too cheesy, right? Like discipleship is cherishing. You know, so I was like, man, what is a... Thank you, Lord. Caring, right? When we love something or someone, we care. We care enough. To, to make things right, to listen. We care enough to, to cultivate something, right? So discipleship is caring. That means that we love those who are in our care. If we have been believers, we've been followers of Christ for, for a certain amount of time, and God has entrusted someone into our care, we need to know that, right? That we can love them and care for them. You know, in Colossians 3.16, we have this up here. But Colossians 3.16, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. This is Paul. He's, he's talking here. Um, and he wrote this letter to the church at uh, Colossae. And it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. That we, the, the, the point of this verse is that we have God's word just dwell in our hearts so when we care, when we admonish, when we teach others, that it, it comes out in, in what we teach and how we share. 
And it says, even not only in, in just the teaching, but even when we sing together. When we sing together, even before, you know, church, not just even in church settings, but you're driving, maybe with somebody you're singing. Let the words of Christ be in our songs, be in, in our hymns. But it's also with, with thankfulness, right? With thankfulness in our hearts. And so when we care, you know, as Christ dwells in us, that we, we teach and we admonish and we care for other believers. If we see somebody that, that is struggling, maybe the Holy Spirit prompts you to talk to them, and we know how that is, right? If you're walking with Christ, the Holy Spirit will prompt you and will tell you, hey, Go talk to that person and be brave and be bold to love on them with, with the word of Christ, right? And encourage them. But as Christ dwells in us that we teach and we admonish and love to other believers, we care for them. You know, our, our, our love for other believers, it's, it's going to show in the way we care, in the way we care for others, in the way we, we help others in their growth in Christ. You know, I wrote this um, thing down today, and I was, I was driving today getting some, some coffee, and I, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, sharing this, this message today, and, and I thought of this right here, and I, th I think this would be cool to share, but it says, discipleship is... is uh, the purpose of discipleship is not about us growing as a believer so others can see our maturity. Instead, it's about us growing as a believer to be more like Jesus and seeing our need to be close to him. Right? So a lot of times we'll think, man, you know, I, I need to disciple this person, that person, and then sometimes we think of discipleship as it's natural for us because we're all sinners, right? It's natural for us to think, to have that pride and say, you know what? I, I want to disciple this person. I want to disciple that person. And then if we're not careful, it becomes a part of, of where we, it becomes a show. You get what I'm saying? And so, but discipleship is less about that, basically. And it's more about, you know what? I just need Jesus. I need to be closer to him. I need to grow closer to him. I need him in my life every day, and I'm so weak, and I need his help. And then as I grow, that I see that because I need it and I need him, that I know someone else needs it too. Because if I could need it, I know everybody else could, could use him too. I could need him in their lives. And so our love for other believers will show in the way we care and, and help in their growth in Christ. Um, people, I'm, I don't want to botch this quote because it's not my quote, but it's uh, people will know how much you care. I'm going to forget this. People will, will care. There you go. People will care how much you know if they know about how much you care. Does that make sense? People don't care. Tell me that, babe. People don't know. 
We're going to have like a little thing here, okay? If you guys don't hear it online, Pastor Gabe, it's Deb over here helping me. But um, what is it again? It's... Okay, did you guys hear that? So I'm going to repeat it because they can't hear you. You got to be in the mic. So what is it, babe? It's people... Okay, does that sound right? Okay, people care. No, I bought you. I bought you right away. I bought you right away. Why don't you say it? No, no. All right. So people don't care. Is that right? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. There you go. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But it's true though, right? It's so true because. People can tell when you're being genuine or not. Am I right? Like, people will know that. And so when you come up to somebody and it's coming from a place of pride instead of humility, right? And you're maybe, oh, hey, you know, this is where you need to grow. This is where you need to change, blah, blah, blah. And people can know that already, right? When, when it's pride or, or humbleness, right? So thanks, babe. <laughs> That was, that was rough. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But uh, you, got, you got the point, though. You got the point. So, all right. So, Matthew, I mean, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10. I got this one verse, and then we're, we're going to close. But Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25, it says, Let us consider how to stir up one another. And this goes back to discipleship is caring, okay? Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Verse 25, not neglecting to meet together. That's this, what we're doing right now, even in your life groups, okay? A lot of people will say, well, I've got, I've got Jesus in my life. I don't need to meet with other believers. Scripture says else, something else, okay, that we have to meet. So not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, because there are some that do that, right? But encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. What is the day? This, if you notice, it's capital D. Um, the day is when Jesus returns. So that means as believers, we've got to meet together. We've got to stay together. We've got to help each other. We've got to care for each other until Jesus returns. Okay? Discipleship is done as, and, and this is for us, because a lot of us here have been believers here for, for quite some time now, I, I would say. Um, I don't know most of you, so, um, but, but I know who I know. Looks like I think you guys have been believers for, for some time. Um, but discipleship is, this one, is like this. Discipleship is done as someone who is weak, knowing where the source of power is and pointing the other weak one towards that source. Get it? It's done with humility, not from a high place. Right? So, I'm weak. Christ is strong. But I know Vinaya is weak like me. So I'm going to go, I'm going to point him to the source of power, which is Christ. Right? I'm weak. Fernando's weak, right? We're all weak. Everybody's weak. You get a weak. I'm just kidding. All right. I'm, you guys get the joke, Oprah, like this. Sorry. Anyways, moving on, right? So I'm weak, and I know that, man, we are all weak. And without Christ, 
we're just weak. It's just us. And so we need Christ. And so we know he's a source of power. So we go to Christ and we point others to Christ to get closer to Christ, to walk closer to Christ. You know, I, if, if, you, if we look at the speaker, so that's plugged into the source of power, right? If we were to, to keep moving it further, that, that cable is going to keep stretching further and further, right? Until if we keep pushing and keep going further, what's going to happen? It's going to get unplugged from, from the source of power, right? And then it's not going to work. It's the same way with, with us as believers. We've got to get close to our source of power, and the only way is for us to walk closer with Christ, to grow closer to him, to read, stay and read in his word, pray every day, not just three times before your meals, which I do, I know for sure, but add a few more, right, in that mix. Whether it's in the morning or at night, David says, day and night. David, he says, day and night, I meditate on your word. He took time to meditate on God's word day and night. And we all need God's word, right? So let's continue to ask God to, just like what we're saying today, you know, that God, ask God to build our lives. You know, we continue to build our lives as we, we grow closer to him. Let's all stand up. Let's, let's close our eyes.